welcome back to another episode of Sports and Stilettos Podcast. I am your host, favorite host, Breezy. We're in season two. This is episode number five, and this episode is very, very, very special to me. Um, it is my one year anniversary of launching Sports and Stilettos Podcast. Yay! And I wanted to thank every single person that has ever listened to my show, who has ever tweeted me about the show, who has ever argued with me about some stuff that I said on the show. I love you from the bottom of my heart. Like, I don't think there are really any words that could really describe how thankful I am for you guys. So with that being said, let's kick this 2020 season off right. Okay, the NFL is finally here. We don't have to watch crappy basketball or pull our hair out because the Phillies decide to blow a 10-0 lead or stress and have many heart attacks because the Flyers are playing crazy. Nonetheless, let's get into it. I'm super happy. Very, very excited. Um, obviously, there are some down uh, down, let's see, I guess down parts to, uh, this episode, even though I'm really happy that the NFL is here, cause I'm tired of these other sports to be completely honest with you. <sighs> the Eagles never ceases to amaze me, um, or to disappoint me. So we're going to get into that a little bit later in the show. Um, but you know, we're going to touch on some things that have happened over the last few weeks, last few months. Um, all of them are not so great, so joyful or anything like that. Um, but you know, we obviously, we have to bring light to certain situations. Um, for those of you that are new to the show, welcome. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at your host underscore breezy. You can DM me. My DMs are always open. You can DM me, um, your thoughts about the show, um, anything that you heard that you want to, you know, just voice your opinion about, please feel free to do so. Um, you know, that's pretty much what I'm here for. So, um, and then you can also follow me on Instagram at sports and stilettos podcast. Ah, let's go. Let's go. Um, so this first topic, um, happened, Ooh, I believe it was early this week or, uh, you know, last, I believe it was last Friday, um, the passing of Chadwick Boseman. Uh, if you don't know who he is, he is the amazing, amazing, amazing actor. Um, latest project was, uh, actually, I think, I believe it was the, the five bloods, um, that was his latest project. Uh, the one that he's most known for is the lead role in Black Panther. Uh, Chadwick Boseman passed away from a four-year battle with colon cancer. Um, unfortunately, it is something that is very, very high when it comes to Black men. Um, you know, there's a stigma that, you know, you don't want, you don't want the, you don't want to go through the procedure to just make sure that you're healthy. 
or anything like that. But honestly, like any male, it doesn't even have to be just black men. Um, even though the, the cancer rate is higher in black men, I want to encourage everyone to really just take advantage of any resources that you have available when it comes to your health. Um, making sure that you go for, even if it's like annual checkups, like just make sure everything is working right and that you don't have to worry about anything moving forward. Um, know, know what's going on in your body as, as often as you possibly can. Um, you know, me personally, I'm not one that usually goes to the doctor, um, unless I'm, you know, extremely, extremely ill, which really doesn't happen that often. Um, and I, you know, I thank God for that, but, um, you know, there are some people who, who do go very, very often and, um, you know, not just for the common cold, but to just make sure, get blood work done, get, you know, get certain things checked, make sure you don't have diabetes, make sure that you understand your family history. If certain things run in your family, that is something that you need to know. And you need to be tested for those things as often as you can. Um, I, as, as soon as he, as soon as he passed away, the first thing that I was texting my friends and, um, you know, people that are, are very, very close to me was, you know, if, if anything, if you find out anything health wise that could take you from this earth, you know, I, I, I would, I, I need to know. <laughs> I don't like losing people. I don't like losing people close to me. Um, friendships really like nothing. I don't, I don't like losing people. I don't do well with that. So, um, you know, just, just be, just be mindful. That's, that's really all that I'm asking. Just be mindful. Um, be well aware of, of your body, be well aware of what's going on. Uh, family history is very, very important. Um, just so you know, just in case you turn, you know, 60 and, and maybe heart disease runs in your family, but it's only affecting those that are over a certain age. Those are things that you need to know. Um, and those are things that you need to communicate to other people that are close to you so that they know what's going on. Um, you know, I pray, I pray for Chadwick's family. I, I, I just, (sighs) I hope that they can get through this. I really do. Um, also the, um, wild, wild, wild shooting of Jacob Blake. (sighs) I'm tired guys. (laughs) I am honestly like I am so heartbroken that black men are continuing to get shot by police officers unarmed or you know just just trying to get away from the situation um obviously um I'm a black woman Um, so this, this, this hits really, really close to home for me. Um, on top of that, I'm a parent. Um, the fact that Jacob was shot in the back seven times, which emptied the police officer's clip. Let's, let's not, let's not sugarcoat this at all. Um, you know, his, his kids were in the car, his kids were in the car and, you know, it's, it's never something that will ever be okay. 
I think that this country has a a very, very, very long way to go when it comes to correcting the way that certain things operate in this country. Um, It's not something that's going to happen overnight. It's not something that's going to happen fast. You know, my generation may not even be around to see it, you know, but we can start the change now. Um, So, (sighs) yeah, it's, it's, it's been a rough couple of weeks. Um, But anyway, let's, let's, let's just, let's segue into sports. Um, I, I'm going to talk about this very, very quickly because it just, it makes me sick to my stomach. Um, Obviously, if you have been watching the NBA playoffs, you know that the Sixers got swept by the Boston Celtics in four games. It was disgusting. I am absolutely floored by the way that this team operated in the bubble. I thought that we had a very, very good chance. And to come up short and to go out the way that we did, it was absolutely, absolutely horrifically disgusting. There's there's nothing, there's nothing that will make me ever say something good about the Sixers team in the bubble. It was, it was, it was terrible. I hated it. Every second of it, playoffs, it was a joke. Um, you know, the team or the organization fired Brett Brown. I think it was, it was way past his time to go. Um, I think that's, that's really where you start to change the culture of an organization when you bring in a new coach. Now, I've been dragged on Twitter for simply stating that I believe Elton Brand deserves one more year, one more year or two more years, whatever. I think he deserves another chance because Brett Brown was not his guy. Yes, he has horrific contracts under his belt right now. Yes, I get it. But at the end of the day, none of us are NBA GMs. So all we can do is voice our opinion. So that's mine. I'm happy that Brett is finally gone. We can finally bring in a coach that will take the talent of Joel Embiid, partnered with Ben Simmons, and really just work with Elton Brand to to bring a championship to Philadelphia. And that's really all that matters at this point. Now, all the rumors that have been going around about Jay Wright from Villanova coming in and coaching in the NBA, he put that to bed today, okay? He put it to bed. He is not in... He doesn't want to come to the NBA. So I'm going to need people to stop. <sighs> he put out a statement today. He is not coming to the NBA. He is very, very happy at Villanova, obviously. He's brought this team several championships. So, yeah, I, I'm... I, I don't I don't mind that Jay Wright decides to stay at Villanova. I don't blame him. I mean, <laughs> come on, you see what happens to coaches in the NBA? It's ridiculous. Um, and honestly, like whoever they bring in, I'm I'm really not looking and comparing uh, potential head coaches for the Sixers team because it's not um, it's not my expertise. So yeah, I'm not not gonna do it. Anyway, um, I know that a lot of people have had, um, you know, opinions about the way Joel Embiid has been, (laughs) I guess, trolling on Twitter, 
so to say, um, since his very best friend, Mr. Jimmy, give me all the effing points, Butler, and the Miami Heat doing damage in the playoffs right now. Um, they're actually up 2 nothing over the Bucks, which makes me low-key happy. Um, cause I'm just tired of hearing Giannis, uh, hearing about him. And yeah, I mean, no, I'm not taking away from the fact that he is an amazing player. I'm just tired of hearing about him. Okay. Tired. I'm over it. Done. Um, you know, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm over being disappointed by the Sixers team. I'm over it. You know, um, it's, it's, it's time to turn everything around. And I think the, the first step is bringing in a new coach, getting the culture of the organization turned around and really putting support up a, a, a decent, decent supporting cast around Joel and Ben. And then go from there. Now, my favorite, 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 favorite thing in the whole wide world, the NFL. Now we're gonna go into depth with the NFL today. Um <sighs> so some things to I guess cross off your bucket list. We're not getting Yannick. Uh, he went to the Vikings. He was traded there for a second and fifth round draft picks. The fifth is actually conditional pick. Could go up to a third round pick if the Vikings, uh, I believe, get to the playoffs or something like that. Uh, I mean, my reaction, my first reaction was, oh, that's it. <laughs> you know, like that. that's it. That's it. You know, you let one of the one of the best defensive players in the league go for a second and a fifth. Like it that's that's insane. And you could tell that they just they just they wanted everything to stop. They wanted to get him out of um uh God. Now my mind just went blank. Good lord. Anyway, uh they wanted to get him out and um, I guess, I guess the Vikings made the, the best pitch, I guess. Um, yeah. Uh, newer news, Leonard Fournette, uh, I believe was released and then signed with the Bucks. So he's going to be playing with Mr. Tom Brady. Um, I don't like this. I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't bother me, but I just don't like that, like, you know, every, I feel like everywhere that Tom Brady goes, well, not everywhere, because he's only been with the Patriots, but anytime Tom Brady has, can have a say in who they want um, as an organization on their team, I feel like he kind of gets what he wants. Um, I don't know if he wanted Leonard Fournette there, but I feel like they're, they're trying to take all the cool kids or trying to like trying to build a super team, which I'm not a fan of. I think it's dumb. Like you, you had a dynasty with the Patriots, like give it up already. Give it up. Okay. You're 40 something. Just go out, stay healthy, have a good season and just leave it at that. Like they didn't really have to bring Rob Gronkowski out of retirement. Like that's, that is ridiculous to me. That is absolutely ridiculous. I don't even understand why they would do that. But anyway, I digress. So, 10 days until the season opener for the Philadelphia Eagles versus 
the Washington football team. Terrible name for a team, by the way. I can't, I can't stand it. Anyway, um, they announced recently that Dwayne Haskins is going to be the quarterback of that game. He will start. Please, 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 please do not underestimate Dwayne Haskins. You guys saw what he did in college. You saw what he did against us at the end of last season. Let's not forget 19 of 28, 261 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions, and then rushed for 23 yards too. So let's not let's not get crazy thinking that we are just going to dominate this Washington team. Okay? Let's no no no. No. Let's let's not even get it out of your head, okay? But we're not doing that. And then not to mention Terry McLaurin. He didn't go anywhere. And he torched us both times last season. Over 100 yards. And the last game of this, or the, the second game of the season last year, five catches for 130 yards. That, yeah, no, not with it. So I need this team to prepare as if, you know, they're going against the best of the best. Like just because Washington had all that crazy crap happening um, within the organization does not mean that they're, you know, their team is going to be less than prepared. You know, you can't go, you can't go into a game with your chest puffed out and then lose. And I'll be damned if the if the Eagles lose against uh, against the Redskins or uh, I'm sorry against the Washington team or Washington football team, whatever, okay? They better not lose that home opener, okay? Or a season opener. I, I, I just, I can't, no. No, they need to be 1-0 and, and, and go throughout the rest of the season. They better not lose. Because if they do, I'm going to be pissed. And that's not going to be a very good um, reaction pod because I know for a fact, if the Eagles lose... <sighs> that some yeah yeah some people are going to get thrown under the bus and it's not going to be pretty at all so on to better things um eagles defense very 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 happy with the additions that the defense got they completely revamped their secondary which makes me very very happy um they brought in new coaches um, the, the draft picks were on point. Uh, like I said in previous episodes, very, very surprised that they actually drafted a linebacker. Um, very excited to see Kayvon Wallace out on the field. Um, not sure how much time he's going to get um, actually playing in the secondary, but um, he'll definitely solidify his position on the team. Um as you know on special teams so there you go why not um I need I need this I need this defense to to give me 2017 vibes I need them to be dominant I need them to hit people in the mouth I need them to do any and everything that they possibly can to smother offenses that's what I want. That's what I want. 
I don't need the the penalties. I don't need the late hits. I don't need people, you know, throwing tantrums on the sideline or on the field. No. Get in there. Put your nose down. Step on a couple of heads. And win a game. That's it. One week at a time. One week at a that's, that's really, that's it. I mean, it's not that hard. Who am I kidding? I've never played football. So just do what you got to do. That's it. Darius Slay, I cannot wait to see this man out on the field. I can't. It's like, it's like waiting for Christmas morning. Like, you know how you you had like your eye on a gift for like two years and like those two years you never really got it, but you kept hearing that like you might get it. And then you finally get it for Christmas or, you or, you know, you're like a week away from Christmas and kind of know that your parents got it for you. Yeah, that's me with Darius Slay. He is the Christmas gift this city needed. And I am so excited. As as he is, too. <laughs> Let's not get that twisted. He is very happy to be here. Um, but I I oh, I can't wait. I cannot wait. Um, I, I really, really hope that this defense really pulls it together and just dominates on every down against every offense and smothers people all season with Fletcher Cox leading the charge. Okay. But like, yeah, yeah, I need, I need it all. I need all of it. What I do think will be very interesting. And this is something that I'm going to keep an eye on throughout the season uh, how Jalen Mills adapts to his new position. So, um, if you don't know, uh, Jalen Mills switched positions. He went from uh, corner to safety, also switched his number. Um, so, this will be new for him in the NFL. Um It's very, very possible that it's a more natural position for him. Um, But, you know, we'll see. We'll see. We haven't really seen a whole lot of Jalen Mills over the last uh, two seasons because of injuries. But I'm really hoping that he stays healthy this year and uh, takes his game to another level with this new position. I think he has all the tools to do so. I think his coach can guide him the way that he needs to be guided. And... You know, we we just, we go from there. (sighs) Now, (laughs) to the pits, okay? I I, want to call this the pits because this is just, this is just out of control. I have never seen something like this happen before, ever. So, we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about injuries before we get into the Eagles offense really quick. Um, I don't know what is happening down at the Novacare complex. I don't know what's happening down at Lincoln Financial Field. I don't know what the heck they are feeding these players. I don't know what the medical staff is doing. I like I don't I don't understand. I don't get it. I'm going to list all the players that are either out for the entire season, week to week or day to day, okay? Jalen Rager Shoulder injury. He got hurt in practice. Ugh. He's going to miss like four weeks. Okay, so that puts him at like, what, week three, week four of the regular season? 
Yeah, not happy about that. Okay, not happy about that. Carson Wentz. <sighs> I don't know if this is like a scare tactic or or really what the heck they're doing. Um, Carson Wentz also did not practice. Uh, they called it a minor soft tissue injury. He's day to day. But then Doug Peterson gets on his press conference and he says, well, we're going to we're just resting Carson because, you know, this would technically be, you know, I guess week four of the preseason and he wouldn't be playing anyway. So it doesn't matter. Right. Okay, cool. Alshon Jeffrey, we all know he's on the pup list. We I, I mean, I personally am not expecting him to come back to the team or be a full participant in team drills, practice, and activities until at least November. So, yeah, there's Alshon. So you have a slew of people that are literally, like, popping up every single day. This is disgusting. Miles Sanders, lower lower body injury week to week. We all know Andre Dillard is out with a bicep tear. They put him on IR. Will Parks went down with a hamstring injury. He's out four to six weeks. Javon Hargrave, pec strain, out multiple weeks. Vinny Curry, quote-unquote, lower body injury. He's week-to-week. Avante Maddox, lower body injury, day-to-day. Hassan Ridgeway, lower body injury, day-to-day. We all know Brandon Brooks is out. Achilles. Um, Jannard Avery, again, lower body injury. He's week-to-week. And then Derek Barnett with an ankle sprain. This list makes me effing sick. Do you understand me? Sick. I don't, I don't even understand how this many people are on an injury report and the season hasn't even started yet. It hasn't started yet. They're not playing in preseason games. So it's like, what, like, what is happening right now? What is that? Somebody has cursed the city of Philadelphia because we went and we got a Super Bowl. Whatever we did in 2017 or whatever happened in 2017, I'm going to need that to happen again. Okay, I need I need it to happen again. I need all the good juju to come back and and get it together. I don't even know if we have enough depth to replace all these people. Like this is this is a, ugh, this is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in my life. Honestly, like I just I yeah. So then we go to the positives. Are there any? I couldn't tell you right now because I have no idea. I don't know if there's any positives to look forward to. But I can tell you some players that I'm looking forward to seeing. Really happy. Deshaun Jackson is back. He's practicing. He's healthy. Um, He's teaching the young guys the ropes. I just, I can't wait. I can't wait. Oh, all I need is a Deshaun Jackson 65 to 72 yard reception for a touchdown from Carson Wentz. And I will be the happiest person on the planet. And I also needed them to win that game. But I will still be the happiest person on the planet as long as I see Deshaun Jackson going that far and getting a touchdown. I just want him healthy. Um, if he gets another 1,000-yard uh, receiving season, so be it. I will be very, very happy, obviously. Um, but the, the biggest thing is for him to stay healthy. That's the biggest thing. Um He has not played a full season uh, since his first year with the Eagles and then his last year with the Eagles um, before he left and went to these other teams and then came back. Um, 
you know, he hasn't played a full season at all. You know, injuries, rest, whatever you want to call it. Um, he's been out. So I want to see Deshaun Jackson healthy for 16 games or as long as as long as we can play as long as these players can play in the NFL this season. I want to see him available and out on the field every single week, every week. You know, Deshaun, if you if listen, you ever hear this. I need you to just go out there and be Superman. That's all. That's it. That's all I need you to do. Just go out there and do your thing. That's it. No pressure. <laughs> um, another. Uh, well, I'll, I'll 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 put these two together. So, Corey Clement and Miles Sanders. You guys know that I am a huge Corey Clement. Clement, Clement, Corey Clement. Yeah. Um, I'm a huge fan of Corey. Besides the fact that that man is delicious looking. Okay. Um, I think he is. A, I don't want to say like a, um, a, um, so sorry about that, guys. <laughs> um, little technical difficulty there. Um, so I don't want to say that he's like the, uh, the black horse or not the black horse, the, um, uh, oh yeah, I guess. Yeah. Like the black horse of the team or this, their secret weapon. There we go. I don't want to say that he's like their secret weapon, but he probably is going to be their secret weapon. I think he is very, very much slept on when it comes to, um, you know, all of the things that he's able to do. This is his first season since the Super Bowl season that he's actually been healthy and just like amazing in camp and all of that stuff. I just need him to stay that way. I need him to stay that way. I need him to stay healthy. I need him to be out there on the field, kicking butt, taking names, running people over and scoring touchdowns. That's it. And protecting, you know, Carson when um when he needs to block that's it that's all i need you to do compliment miles sanders whenever you're out on the field keep the offense on the field and and win games i think miles sanders is going to be phenomenal this year i really do um i'm really i've i've heard stuff about like um that he is going to be uh, the primary back, I mean, which is fine. Um, you know, that's, that's fine. But like, I don't want him to be a workhorse. And I, I think you guys have heard me say this a couple of times. I don't want, um, I don't want Miles Sanders getting ran into the ground. This is his second year guys. Like if he's got a great supporting cast around him, I was, I would say stick with the running back by committee. I see nothing wrong with that. We have also seen that Deuce Daly will keep the hot hand on the field. We've seen that. I.e. Miles Sanders. Like, come on. And he's used in the in the passing game too. Man. Miles is gonna be, he is going to be something deadly this year. And I I can feel it. I I just I listen. 
I need him to, I need him to be like top, top running back in the league. That's what I need. Miles Sanders, I need you to be number one, dog. That's it. That's it. Kick butt, take names. That's it. That's it. Do what you got to do. But I do think the running back by committee is going to um, be more beneficial to him than being a workhorse. Um, he, I, 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 I'm pretty sure he was a workhorse uh, in at Penn State after um, Saquon left, which is fine. But, you know... I just, I don't want him to, I don't want him to lose years in the league because he decided or a team decided to be, or to, um, put that workhorse, uh, level of play on him too early. Um, so that's the only thing that really concerns me about Miles Sanders. Um, I think he, I think he can do it. I just don't want it being done right now. (sighs) So let's get to the worries. (laughs) I'm worried about everything. I'm not gonna lie. I'm 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 terrified. Um, the injuries they make me so nervous. I just I really hope that you know that list comes down a lot before or within the next ten days. Um, I know the team still has to trim to fifty three. Uh, they do get six additional players on the practice squad this year, which is really good. Um, it'll add depth uh, in case we need it for whatever reason. Um, another thing that is a little concerning to me is the chemistry that Wentz has with the receivers. Since he's been sitting in camp, he hasn't really been, um, well, at least the last week or so, um, hasn't really been able to do much with the receivers. It's been a lot of uh, Jalen Hurts and um, Nate Sudfeld getting out there and working on the chemistry. So I just hope it comes natural to Wentz in that first game. You know, it might get off to a little bit of a shaky start. We know that this happens. So nobody freak out. It's going to be fine. You know, a couple series might, you know, to get everything going. um, I think that the Eagles will be okay. I think Wentz will, you know, he'll get it together. He'll get it together. So no, don't get frustrated. We're going to be fine. Um, and then I'm also not like, obviously COVID, you know, happened, um, which is a big reason why preseason games are not being played, but, uh, I don't know that I'm a fan of this, like ramped up training camp. I don't, I don't know that, I don't know how this helps the players get ready for actual football when they can't really play actual football beforehand. Like, Yes, you can be in pads. Yes, you can do, you know, your seven on sevens, your 11 on 11s, your hitting drills, like all of that stuff. I get it, but it's not the same. It's not the same. And I hope that it translates to an actual game, you know, when the time comes. I really do, but I don't, uh, I don't know. It kind of scares me a little bit. It kind of scares me. And I hope that I hope that it um, it translates sooner than later. I really don't want this to be drawn out like a week or two or three where we're stressed out in the second half because we're down by three touchdowns because 
yeah, no, I, mm-mm, mm-mm, nope, 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 nope. I can't do it. I can't do it. Cause then I'll be drinking every Sunday and I obviously can't do that. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I just, I'm hoping and praying that everything works out the way that it should. Um, then I think it will. I think it will. You know, we got 10 days till, till the opener and a lot of things can happen in 10 days. So let's get it popping. NFL 2020 season is officially here. Uh, who plays the Texans and the Chiefs play on, they play on the eighth. No. Yeah. That, what is today? Today's the third. Uh, yeah, I think they play on the eighth. That's probably wrong. I'm, man, I'm all over the place today. But anyway, they play like next week. <laughs> we'll say that. They play next Thursday. Um, whatever that date is, uh, I believe it is. No. Oh my God. That's the 11th. Jeez. Eagles. Okay. Texas and Chiefs play on the 11th. Eagles play on the 13th at one o'clock uh, uh, in Washington. Um, so market calendars, uh, 53 man roster, I believe is due this week. If I'm not mistaken. Ah, I also joined a fantasy football league. So my draft is on Friday. Really excited about that. Um, I did not do one this year uh, as the commissioner. Uh, there was just way too much going on in my life, obviously. And uh, just decided that it's just going to take a year off. Um, but it's not it's not the NFL season if you don't get into a fantasy football league. So uh, in a DM, hit me up with your favorite players. Who do you think I should draft? Uh, like I said, my draft is on Friday, 8.30, I believe it is. So hit me with your favorite fantasy players, and I'll add them to my draft board. I don't care what position. Um, don't give me any Dallas Cowboys because I'm not drafting a Dallas Cowboy. So no, we're not doing that. Uh, anybody else? Yeah, I'd be happy. I'd be happy to uh, draft them into my my team. But yeah, no, no Dallas Cowboys. Okay, so yeah, no, <laughs> not doing that. Um, again, thank you guys so much. Sports and Stilettos one year anniversary is today officially nine three, and I'm just I'm so thankful. I really am because I didn't think that I would make it this far um, just doing something that that I enjoy and that I love to do. Um, so thank you guys for all of the support and all of the love. And I hope that I take it to the next level this year. Let's br- Let's break the glass ceiling. Why not? Shoot. I'd love that. But anyway, that concludes episode number five of season two of Sports and Stilettos podcast. Again, if you do not follow me on Twitter, you can at your host underscore breezy. 
Uh, Like I said in the beginning of the show, my DMs are open. Please like, rate, review, and subscribe to the show on whatever podcasting platform you listen to. I'm everywhere. Just type in Sports and Stilettos Podcast. If you need a link, hit me up. I got you. Don't even worry about it. (laughs) Um, Also, you can follow me on Instagram at Sports and Stilettos Podcast. And keep an eye out. I do also have a a lot of special things going on. So when this episode drops, you will notice that I do have a new logo. And I'm really excited about it. So make sure you check it out. Give me your thoughts, feedback. Let me know if you like it. Let me know if you hate it. Whatever. I don't care. Um, But yeah. um, Also have some new things coming within the next few days. So make sure you're following me on Twitter so that you can see any new announcements and uh, new stuff coming out for you guys. I'm telling you, season two, this is year two is going to be it's 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 going to be great. It's going to be great. I hope you guys are ready. I know I am. So without further ado and until next time, next time, you guys, I'm going to be doing a podcast previewing the Eagles and the Washington football team. Preview Thursday next week, right here on Sports and Stilettos Podcast. Until then, peace and love, guys.